This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode three of How She Did That. Our guest today is Jack Julian. Jack experienced a personal productivity revolution, leading her to determine that there is something extremely wrong about the way we are taught to use our time. Now, Jack uses her experience as a clinical psychologist to help other entrepreneurs understand how the mind impacts productivity. Her four-phase system helps overworked business owners break through their barriers to productivity so they can get more done in less time and enjoy the freedom of owning a business. Time efficiency and prioritization is one of those habits that separates a burned-out entrepreneur from one who can build a thriving, sustainable business model. For that reason, I'm very excited to ask Jack how she prioritizes like a pro. So thank you so much, Jack, for joining me on this. I always love connecting with you and talking to you, and I'm so excited to have you on our podcast. Thank you for having me, Latasha. I love chatting with you, too. We have so much fun. I know. We definitely do. (laughs) So why don't you tell our audience a little bit more about yourself and your business and what you do? Um, Well, obviously, I'm Jack, and what I do is really help people use their time more efficiently so that they can have a life or more of a life, whatever is happening in their world. (laughs) (laughs) Because we need to have that time off as well. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in supporting others and running our business that we forget that those things that we should do, like friends and family, um, actually rejuvenates us. Yeah. I definitely love that. I see in so many like VA Facebook groups and, you know, forums and everything. So many VAs are, who are like, I don't take a day off. Like I don't take Saturday off. I don't take Sunday off. And I'm always like, why? Like, that's not a badge of honor. You know? no. <laughs> <laughs> like you need that time and you, yeah, you, you will drive yourself crazy. And I think that that's one of the reasons why there's not really a longevity a lot of times in this industry mm. because people burn out so quickly, you know, because they, feel this. I I don't even think it's a client expectation. A lot of times I think it's like a self-imposed expectation that they're just supposed to be going and going and going. So, yeah. yeah. So I know that you consider yourself a reformed organized mess, (laughs) which I love that. Can you explain more about that and, and what that means for you? So I've always been, well, somewhat organized like I know where my stuff, I always knew where my stuff was, but if anybody else came to look at my desk, I would have to explain, you know, it's on yes. the third pile to the left <laughs> right underneath the pink folder. And they'd be like, huh? 
I totally, I feel that so hard because I feel like that is my desk sometimes. Like sometimes it gets to the point where I'm just like, okay, I actually need to like really organize this. But then other times, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And all the things, you know, floating in my head um, about, you know, I, I have a family. So a lot of it is, you know, I need to be here. The kids need to be there. My husband needs to be there. And Mm -hmm. You know, I knew what was happening, but it was taking me a lot of mental energy to keep everything in line. And sometimes the balls would drop. Yeah, definitely. So is, was that kind of the catalyst for your program on how to prioritize like a pro? Like, that, Yes, definitely yeah. it was because I realized, you know, I think you mentioned, you know, working all the time and that Mm -hmm. it's self-imposed. And I think in some ways also society kind of imposes that right right now, the big thing is, Oh, I'm such a hot mess. Oh, I'm so (laughs) cool. Right. (laughs) No, really? That's not the way you want to live your life. Yeah. And even the word hustle, you know, like it's just, or hustle and grind. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you just have to do more and more and more instead of figuring out a way that works for you to be able to get the things done that need to be done, but also like have the space to enjoy things too. So yeah, definitely. So I know that your whole program, how to prioritize like a pro it's, you know, a really robust program. It's got four systems and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I would love our audience. We're definitely going to put in the show notes, how they can reach out to you to learn more about your entire program. Cause I think it's such a goldmine of information, but we really want to focus today on the three priorities and the three steps to prioritize more effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm excited about. Cause I think the other thing that happens in with support professionals is, you know, we tend to have multiple clients. Um, that's kind of the nature of the, you know, the world of online business. And so with that, mm-hmm. um, we always have these fires that come up, you know, you check your email at night you think it's inbox zero, you check it in the morning, <laughs> you know, <laughs> everything is burned down <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and you still have like your ongoing work, you know, just like the scheduled stuff. And right. so figuring out how to manage those competing priorities mm-hmm. and still get, you know, the other things that need to be done for clients and everything done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our own things and everything. So can you start off by telling us um, kind of the three steps and then we'll maybe break down those three steps into how we do them? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. So I am big on timeline scheduling is what I call it. Maybe someday I'll come up with a better name for it. Um, so that's one piece. Okay. Uh, then, you know, looking at our energy um, and if some of your... W- Listeners are like, oh, don't get woo-woo on me. I'm actually talking about, you know, the energy that we have in our body, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, how long we can go. Um, and, you know, blocking time. Okay. Which, again, you know, we'll break these down. So Okay, perfect. So tell us about timeline scheduling. What does that mean? Well, and I think this works really well for... VAs and project managers and, you know, anybody who has like a long running sort of timeline that they need to work with. Yeah. And with the timeline scheduling, basically what you do is you take, you know, your whatever big project you're working on and whenever that needs to be due. So, you know, right now, let's say you have something that needs to be due September 30th. Then 
break it down into the smaller parts and schedule those parts backwards from September 30th. Uh So that you can dedicate some time each day to getting that big project done. Yeah. And then, you know, like the 29th, you schedule in your review everything that's done. That, you know? Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's fantastic. And I, I know that like usually project managers are great with those things because like, that's basically, you know, the definition of mm-hmm. their job. A lot of times, like doling out what, what pieces everybody's doing and then kind of like working backwards so that, backwards, you know, yeah. there's time in to review everything. There's time to, in case there's anything that needs to be redone or, or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think um, because VAs are often newer to the game, first of all, um, and then also because VAs tend to have even more clients and project managers at once, that's absolutely huge. And for me, when I first started, I think um, realizing that I actually needed to stick to those timelines mm. was a thing, you know, um, yeah. because like if you don't stick to it, if you're like, well... I have some, you know, I know I put it on Tuesday, but I have some time on Wednesday. Then like Wednesday comes and you get busy and you always are playing catch up after that point. Right. Well, and I think one of the things that is beneficial is, you know, every time you add a new project, if you've got your days, you know, um, lined up right and actually schedule it in and stick to it, as you add new projects, you can look and see, okay, well, I've scheduled out an hour to work on XYZ for mm-hmm. this client. I don't have an extra hour on this day. I need to schedule two hours on this day. Right. Yeah. And yeah. we actually, we use, um, I know a lot of, um, support professionals use either Asana or Trello. Mm-hmm. We use teamwork on my team, which is mm-hmm. a paid platform. Um, but what I love about it is that like, you can, first of all, you can assign like multiple people to things, mm-hmm. um, which in at least the free version of Asana, you can't assign like multiple people to one right. task. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can also do like, it's kind of like a little, uh, horizontal bar graph. I forget the actual name mm-hmm. of it. Um, but it's a horizontal bar graph of like, okay, you know, we have Susie's launch happening September 1st to September 15th, we probably don't want to put another client launch in those, right. days, you know, like yeah. that's, it's all hands on deck when Susie's launch is happening. So we need to like, look at that. But if, if we didn't have some kind of a visual, some kind of a timeline mm-hmm. um, of it, then we might, you know, book both of those and then all of a sudden be like, oh crap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think that's a great point is visual. Yeah. Because when you can actually see it, you know, aside from just a long list, okay, well, here's this long list. Oh my God, what am I going to get that done? (laughs) Right. Right. If you can see it spread out and how it's coming together kind of helps us put the bigger picture into place. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go on to looking at energy because um, I am not woo at all. Like I don't consider myself woo, which is so hilarious because I work with a lot of energy medicine professionals. Uh (laughs) I immediately knew what you were talking about and that it wasn't a woo thing when you were talking about it. So you explain it and then I will tell you why I was so excited about it. (laughs) So I think one of the things that we forget to take into account when we are prioritizing or scheduling is the amount of, and especially mental energy, Mm -hmm. you know, not just the physical energy, but they both 
go hand in hand. So, you know, some people are morning people and they need to do those really hard tasks right away in the morning. Some people are not. Mm-hmm. So doing a task, you know, at 10, 11, after lunch, whatever is better for them. So when we prioritize for the day and schedule in those things that are really important, we need to consider, you know, basically when we're going to work best. Yeah. However, you know, there's other things to take into consideration too, right? Even if you're a morning person and, you know, you get up and you get things done, let's say you have a late night networking meeting on Wednesday, right? Are you going to be your regular bright, shiny self on (laughs) Thursday morning? That totally makes sense. Yeah. You know, and it's a hard thing because we just want to schedule, right? I think a lot of times when we think about time management, we're like, I just need to schedule these things in. But there's so many other things that go into it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And I love the, I love uh, that you said, like, you have to look at what you did the night before, or, you know, was your, was your night uh, prior to that, like busier than normal or later than normal or something like that. Um, my husband and I go to orange theory and they talk about that all the time, even with your workouts, you know, like you may not, you, you, if you see your heart rate, not getting as high or something like that, or you're just like, why is this so much harder than it usually is? A lot of times it's like, okay, did you drink the night before? Did you sleep well? You know, all of those things you have to factor into the performance that you're bringing to the next day. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I do this a lot and I teach my mentorship clients this a lot too about working with your own energy levels. Cause I'm, I'm a total morning person. Like I will get up at five 30 in the morning and like, I know other people who have, you know, these elaborate morning routines that work for them and everything. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, I just like getting up and making my coffee and kind of starting my day and then like getting an, a, probably an hour or two of like good work in and then I'll go, you know, take my shower, eat breakfast, uh, work out, all of those things a lot of times because I like to, number one, kind of get that feel of like, okay, I accomplished X, Y, Z already, you know, yeah. and now I can kind of take a break and back off. And number two, I do what I call, and I think others call this like eating the frog first. Mm-hmm. If it's either a thing that I don't want to do just because it's not fun to me, <laughs> or if it's a thing like a hard email that I need to send or a hard conversation that I need to have. Like I like to get it done early so that it's not weighing on me for the rest of the day. Cause even that's an energy drain, you know, like just anticipating like that hard thing, like just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. And that's absolutely true. And you know, the same thing, um, about, you know, like when we check emails all day long and Mm -hmm. then we get those client fires, well, that drains our energy too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. So what about time blocking the third step? Okay. Well, and you know, time blocking is kind of, you know, the, whatever the buzzword. Right. (laughs) Um, and so we all know that, you know, it's better to work in chunks of time and focus on one thing rather than another and schedule in, try not to be multitasking and, you know, checking email and then going back to a project. So um, I won't belabor that because it really does work. And, you know, one of the main issues is that trying to multitask, again, you know, drains our energy and it 
is really hard to get back to focusing. So we really want to work in those blocks of time. One of the issues that comes up is the idea of, well, I'm going to schedule in all of my time. And this is part of what leads us to work overtime because, you know, if I schedule, if my workday is eight to five and I schedule in every minute of that, right? <laughs> when am I going to put out those fires yeah. that we know come up? So even though you're time blocking and you should, that you should only really block maybe 50 to 75% of your time. Okay. You know, and I guess if you want to block it all, then put that extra 50 to 25% for putting out fires. Yeah. Or, you know, taking care of yourself yeah. or, you know, eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> eating lunch. What? <laughs> and not at your desk. <laughs> kind <of thing>. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of times, like when we first start time blocking, people forget about like those admin tasks, you know, like sending out invoices, like those things take time too. Mm -hmm. So we tend to at first just block off like time for client work and make it like, you know, the full, if we're working six hours that day, like the full six hours. And then we're like, Oh, I have to now send the client the time report, you know, of like, or send the client the invoice or whatever, you know, send emails back, all of those things. And now you're like, Oh, it's actually an eight hour day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, that's why it, I also think that, you know, you should schedule those daily tasks in, mm -hmm. you know, even if you put down, Hey, for one hour, I'm going to do my daily tasks. Right. I've been thinking about, um, so I know an entrepreneur out there who has an A and a B week and on, so they alternate and on A weeks, she works on client tasks, mm -hmm. um, and client projects. And on B weeks, she works on like, she has a podcast that so she works on like her podcast. She works on, you know, blog posts, all the internal stuff, updating her website, anything that's for her business. And I don't think for me, because I can't tell my clients, like, I'm, you know, I only work two weeks, <laughs> two weeks a month on your stuff. <laughs> um, but I think even maybe having like an A and B schedule, like morning, afternoon, or maybe like alternating days or something. I've been mm -hmm. thinking about playing around with stuff like that because it kind of, it just gets you into, you know, that, that idea of scheduling and making sure you're hitting the prioritize priorities, but only having those priorities on your plate. Yeah. 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 No, I like the idea of rotating days because yeah. like you said, you know, well, I'm not going to be working on your project this week. So <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> so what's the one thing entrepreneurs can do right now to help them improve um, how they prioritize things? So this might be a somewhat unpopular opinion mm -hmm. as far as time management gurus go, but I always think that, and it seems kind of negative, but we need to look at the obstacles that we're going to face. Okay. Like in any given week, um, we know, and this is not, you know, this is over and above. These are the things that we know are going to happen. Obviously, you know, right. like we talked about, there's things that come up that you have to deal with, but um, you know, like if my kids are going to be off of school for a day, oh yeah, right. <laughs> I need to look at that because that's going to impact when I can work and how much I can work or I can try to ignore them, but that doesn't often work. <laughs> that, I'm sure that does not work. <laughs> 
right? But when we plan out our week, we just want to kind of dump everything into it. And sometimes we don't take the time to plan around what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for example, I just got back from a conference and I think we're all really good with things like, how do I make sure I get as much done before I go to a conference? Right. But we don't think about when we get back from that conference. I love that. (laughs) Right. Like I know last Friday I got some things done, but my energy was low. You know, I also knew that I had things to follow up from with the conference. And so I could have been like, yes, I'm coming back and I'm working all day Friday. But I knew that that wasn't going to happen. Right. So really, as we plan for the week, we kind of need to sit down and actually think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of my, um, she also runs an OBM business um, or agency. And she was away for, I think, a week or 10 days or something like that. And so instead of like telling all of her clients, you know, like I'll be back on the 20th, mm-hmm. she kind of trickled them in. So some of her clients, like a couple clients, she said, I'll be back on the 20th, a couple more, I'll be back on the 21st, a couple more, I'll be back on the 22nd. So that she didn't have this like huge right. craziness of yeah. like, you're back. I need X, Y, Z, you know? Right. <laughs> and the overwhelm right. that comes with that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that that's a brilliant. Yeah, definitely. I was like, Definitely going to keep that in my back pocket for next time. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about the PDF that you're providing for our audience and our listeners. All right. So this PDF will obviously talk about some of the things that we talked about, um, but it will have sort of an extra added bonus of figuring out. I think sometimes we also, we didn't really talk about this, but the idea that everything is important. We want to get all of our clients work done as soon Mm -hmm. as we can but helping to figure out exactly what is important now, what can kind of wait a little, you know, a couple days or whatever. Right. Um, And so figuring out importance and how much effort you need to put into each project to figure out what can I do now and what can I put off till later. That's fantastic. That's much, much needed. So Um, Our audience can go to the show notes for this um, episode and they'll be able to find it there, that download. And tell our audience before we go where they can find you online and on social media. Um, The best place to find me online is in my Facebook group, which is the Anti-Hustle Nation community. Um, We do lots of fun things in there with talking about focusing and getting things done quicker so that we have the time to go out and, you know, take a Saturday off and go to the park instead of working seven days a week Mm -hmm. or my uh, website is jackjulian.com. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. This has been great. I love chatting with you. Yay. Me too. Have a great day. Listeners get something out of it. Oh, they totally will. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to the launchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.